Welcome to The Hungry Soul with Rachel Foy, Soul and Food Freedom Intuitive. Take a seat and make yourself comfortable because here comes a new soul hunger bite. So we turn to food for so many other reasons than physical hunger, don't we? Like when we're stressed, we reach for chocolate. When we've had a bad day, we open the biscuits. You know, if you're ever feeling overwhelmed with life in that moment, we end up distracting ourselves with the contents of the kitchen cupboard, or maybe it's the supermarket, or maybe it's the vending machine at work. And temporarily, we might feel better. But the reality is that food in that moment is really a substitute for something else. You know, chocolate becomes a substitute for relaxation and a moment to just breathe in between the monotonous yet busy day which has now become your life. Cake becomes a substitute for switching off from the overwhelm and those thousand and one thoughts in your mind which just will not disappear, no matter how many times you write them down or try and ignore them. And wine can become a substitute for self-care. Now after you've been rushing around like a mad-ass woman all day, and the only chance that you've had to sit down is now, and it's almost time for you to go to bed. So we end up feeding our feelings without really recognising what we're doing. When I struggle with emotional eating for approximately 14 years, I always believed that I was somehow to blame. I blame my lack of willpower, my lack of commitment, my lack of discipline, a multitude of other reasons. I never once stepped back for what I was doing to actually see what was really going on. Now, it was all symbolic, it was metaphoric, it was symptomatic. It wasn't about the food. It was never about the food. So I've got a question for you. Now, how many times have you found yourself halfway through a packet of biscuits to feel really guilty for what you're doing, but you carry on eating them until they've all been finished? And how many times have you found yourself eating two slices of cake so ashamed at what you're doing, but you've carried on eating until it's all gone? And how many times have you been so fixated and so obsessed about trying to stop eating that you found yourself eating even more? It's kind of ironic when you think about it. So what if now you could start seeing this for what it really is? And what I mean by that is actually looking past the food completely to see what's going on underneath the surface and behind that behaviour. See, the thing is, as human beings, we are constantly connected to our feelings and our emotions. And that is actually a really great thing when we know how to embrace them and feel them. But for many of us, we don't. Now, we hate to feel anxious, so we numb out of that feeling to avoid it. And we don't like the discomfort of worry, so we numb out and avoid having to feel it. And we don't like the way that anger makes us feel. So once again, you've guessed it, we numb out so we don't have to go there. And there are so many ways of numbing out, by the way, like food is just one of them. Now, some of us numb out with alcohol or smoking, shopping, um, scrolling through social media, sitting in front of trashy TV shows. It could be sex. It could be drugs. I mean, the list is kind of endless. Now, there's nothing fundamentally wrong with doing this. You know, I turned to food as a way of kind of numbing out for about 14 years. However, what I have learned is in order to move through life feeling balanced, in control and actually happier, we have to get to a place where we can feel comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. Now we can all find comfort within our own discomfort, despite what we might think at the time. The truth of the matter is 
our emotions and feelings are actually our own unique internal compass. It's a bit like this internal guiding system, which is it's showing us what's needing and requiring our attention at any given moment. You know, think about it. When we feel anxious, there's a reason for it. If we're feeling worried, there's a reason for it. Now, if we start to feel angry or frustrated, then once again, there is a reason for it. Yet, sadly, most of us don't ever explore the reason for it because we're too busy stuffing our faces with biscuits and crisps and cake. Now, as a disclaimer, I just want to mention once again that this behaviour is not fundamentally wrong. It's simply a coping strategy which many of us end up adopting for whatever reason. And to be fair, I don't think it's entirely possible to get rid of emotional eating completely, nor in fact should any of us want to. No, there will always be a part of emotional eating when it comes to food, and that's completely normal. Now, we eat birthday cake to join in with a celebration, and you say yes to that biscuit when you're having a, a cup of coffee with a friend. Now, these are still moments of emotional eating because we might not be physically hungry at that time. So to make that clear distinction of what I'm talking about, this is when we're feeling completely out of control in that process. Now quite often the reason why we don't explore these triggers and reasons behind our own behaviour is that we've simply never been taught or shown how to deal with our true feelings. Now perhaps you were brought up to not fully express how you feel or perhaps you were told to just get on with things. Now that's a really British stiff upper lip attitude. You know perhaps you were also never exposed to anger or frustration in a healthy way. So naturally you choose to suppress your own anger now due to fear or painful memories, which is completely justified. And this isn't about judging your upbringing or the people that were involved, it's simply about bringing this into the conversation to help you maybe fully appreciate what's going on for you right now within your own story. Now and this is what I refer to as feeding our feelings. Now perhaps you can now maybe appreciate why many of us by default we do end up feeding our feelings rather than feeling them. Now we feel anxious, we find ourselves turning to food as a way of metaphorically and physically pushing that feeling down. And we may do the same with feeling worried or feeling angry, feeling lonely, afraid, overwhelmed, scared, embarrassed. Now I've worked with some clients over the years who they do this with literally every feeling or emotion which they feel. Now from feeling happy and elated to feeling sad and depressed. So what can we do about it? Well, as cliched as it sounds, our feelings need to be felt. They don't need to be fed, which means really stepping out of your comfort zone and your default setting of choosing to numb out and actually stepping into a momentarily uncomfortable place. Now, allowing yourself to feel anxious and perhaps even explore the reasons why it's not comfortable, because of course it isn't comfortable, but stuffing that feeling of anxiety down with food is also not comfortable because it's also never going to help you in the long run. Now, only when we choose to step into our own truth and acknowledge how we feel, that is the only way that any of us can truly become free from food obsession and ultimately become connected back to who we truly are. So I want to share with you some of my tips. Okay, These are some of my top tips on how you can start to break this cycle of feeding your feelings, which is also known as emotional eating. Now the first one is about diet mentality. You know, breaking those diet rules, stopping the categorization of food and allowing yourself to eat whatever you like because food is not bad and it's not good. That's a really important place to start. 
You know, some emotional eating is just simply a natural response to deprivation and restriction. And if you've ever denied yourself chocolate or crisps or cake for any amount of time, eventually you end up craving them and then you end up eating them probably in quantity. And I know that that's something that I did and I did it frequently. You know, this wasn't a one-off. This is something that happened all the time. So that's the first thing. You've got to start moving away from diet mentality and actually breaking those diet rules. The second one is about awareness. You know, awareness is key. Next time you find yourself reaching for food, just become aware of why you might be doing it. You know, become aware of if you're physically hungry, because if you aren't, the chances are that this is emotional eating. This is you feeding your feelings, in which case it's not about the food. It's about something else. And remember that emotional eating is simply about changing your emotional state. And we are usually wanting to change a state of discomfort to a state of comfort. So for example, you feel overwhelmed, which is a discomfort state. You then go and eat a massive piece of cake where you then temporarily feel happier. So now you feel more comfortable, but temporary is the state that that is. It's not gonna last. Now, usually when we do turn to food in that capacity, we might feel a bit happier at the time and shortly afterwards, but then that original feeling comes back again. We still feel anxious, but now we're feeling anxious and fed up with ourselves and guilty and embarrassed and ashamed. So we actually make the situation worse. The third one is to get rid of any judgment or criticism. Now, one of the biggest lessons which I continue to learn for myself is there is no place for judgment or criticism when we're working on becoming these like better, more connected versions of ourselves. Now, criticizing and judging ourselves will never allow us the space to grow or to learn or to change. So approach this with curiosity, nothing more, nothing less. You've beaten yourself up for far too long already. So it's time to stop, okay? Different approach, different mindset. Fourth one, what if? Now, what if you were to give yourself permission to sit with how you feel? You know, to sit in that place of feeling anxious for just two minutes, to sit with that anger, to sit with that loneliness, like what do you think would happen? Because quite often our perceptions are very different to the reality. And I'll be completely honest with you in saying that allowing ourselves to feel how we feel is not always pleasant. However, Nothing horrific is going to happen to you or anyone else by doing so. And that is an absolute promise from me to you. Now, in fact, the more that you can get into the habit of just really feeling how you feel and owning it, the sooner those feelings pass. It's when we resist feeling anxious that the anxiety gets worse. Now, I resisted anxiety for such a long time, like in years gone by, that it got to the extent where it worsened so much, it actually turned into full-blown panic attacks. And they were incredibly unpleasant, far more unpleasant than the initial anxiety. And when we ignore feeling these emotions, it just starts to build and build and build. Now, if we ignore feeling angry, we can become even more wound up like this tightly coiled spring that's just waiting to explode. You know, and often you may find yourself every once in a while exploding. You know, you react out of context to what's just happened because all this stuff has just had to come out of you. Now, I also recommend that you, you find other ways of diffusing these emotions, especially if they feel really big, really overwhelming. Um, some of my favorite things to use are things like relaxation, meditation. I'm a massive fan of using EFT, so tapping. 
Um, there's, um, there's a video over on my YouTube site which is really helpful for that. And also, now I also want to suggest that maybe you work with a qualified therapist or coach or counsellor if you're really struggling with kind of these emotional things that are bubbling underneath the surface. So give yourself two minutes to feel how you feel, to see what happens, and you might be surprised. Fifth and final tip, identify and feed. Now, if you begin to recognise that there are several emotions and feelings which seem to come up within you fairly frequently, this is a wonderful opportunity for you to explore them and to identify why they're there. Because when you can identify why, you can then choose what you want to do about it. Now, perhaps your underlying anxiety is because you feel unsatisfied with your job or you feel somehow disconnected within your relationship. So what can you do about it? Now, you are more in control of your life than you realise right now. And nobody needs to stay with things which aren't making them happy, which aren't feeding their soul. So do you need to change your job? Do you need to speak to your boss? Do you need to look at retraining in something that really lights you up? Do you need to inject some excitement into your relationship? And maybe even find a new relationship which satisfies you on every level. When you have a hungry soul, which is starving for something else, such as more connection, more excitement, more joy, more pleasure, this is when food becomes a significant piece of the jigsaw puzzle. Because remember, it's not about the food. Food is symptomatic and it's symbolic and it's metaphoric. So next time you feel guilty and embarrassed and ashamed that you have your hand once again in the biscuit tin, just remember to step back from the food stuff, like literally and metaphorically. And start giving yourself the space and opportunity to explore what's really going on for you. Now, if you want some extra help with addressing emotional eating and how to break this cycle of feeding your feelings, I've got a free training series for you called How to Stop Emotional Eating. It's just for you, my gift, and it contains everything that you need to start healing your relationship with food, with your emotions, and also ultimately with yourself. So all you need to do to get started and to grab that is to head over to rachelfoy.com forward slash emotional eating help or one word and I will send you that free training series right then that's it from me to you have an awesome day remember that you are already good enough you do not need to lose weight you do not need to slim down to be an absolute superstar that you already are and I'll speak to you very soon see you later